Hi, everybody. Jimmy DeYoung here. We're so glad that you could take a moment to join us for a look at the book. Today, we're going to be looking at the book of Jeremiah. What an exciting book. This book of Bible prophecy is available for you to read in your Bible. It has 52 chapters of detailed information about the end times. What a prophet he was. God selected Jeremiah not at the time of his birth, nor at the time of his conception. But in the mind of God in eternity past, Jeremiah was set aside to be a prophet to the nations. In fact, that's what chapter 1 says. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're going to take a look at this book. We're going to study together in a few moments. And then you'll be able to find out how you can get your own copy of Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. He's a unique prophet as well. In fact, that's what we're going to be studying right now. A unique prophecy, a unique prophet, and a unique purpose. That's the first study as we come to our study of Jeremiah. Let's listen to the study right now, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own individual copy for your own personal study. Right now, let's study from the book of Jeremiah, a unique prophecy written by a unique prophet with a unique purpose. Go back to chapter 1 again. Chapter 1, verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me. By the way, that phrase, the word of the Lord, used 100 times in the book of Jeremiah in 52 chapters. That's uh, indicative of the fact this must be the word of the Lord. Then the word of the Lord, this is verse 4, word of the Lord came unto me, saying, verse 5, Before I formed thee, oh, no, wait a minute. Before I formed thee, that Hebrew word is yatsar, Y-A-T-S-A-R, yatsar. You know what it means? Well, King James translated it pretty well, formed. That's one use of the, or definition, uh, translation of that word. You know what another one is? Potter. Sixteen times in the Bible, the word yatsar is translated potter. I am the clay, Lord. Thou art the Yatsar, potter, who forms me. And it's also translated purpose, thus the unique purpose. Before I purposed thee in the belly of the body. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. That's yada, Y-A-D-A in Hebrew. You know what that means? It's the same word used in Genesis 4.1. And Adam knew Eve, and they had a child, Cain and Abel. This word knew is the modest way for the Orthodox Jew to say they had sexual intercourse. Remember Mary, confronted by Gabriel, Luke 1, 34? I'm going to have a child? I have known not a man. It means having an intimate relationship. Before I formed thee in the belly, before I molded you the way I want you in the belly, I had an intimate relationship with you. Oh, wait a minute. 
That answers the question. When does life begin? <laughs> Before they're in the belly. It's not a conception. Before I formed you. Psalm 139 talks about the miraculous way he formed us in the belly. As a potter takes the clay and molds it. I knew thee intimately. How can you know something that's not anything? I knew thee. Look what it says then. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou comest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. God, you're not too smart. They could have aborted that baby. Uh-uh. God had a plan, and he ordained him to be a prophet unto the nations. He had a purpose personally for Jeremiah. You're going to hear more teaching about abortion. I stand to say this verse alone destroys the right to abortion. Makes it a sin from the pit of hell. Tells every Bible-believing, born-again Christian, you better stand with God. Because before he even formed it, before he even knew him in the belly, I sanctified him. Kadash in Hebrew. I set him apart like he set apart the temple, like he set apart the tabernacle, like he, like he set apart the Ark of the Covenant. I set it aside. I sanctified it for special use. And I ordained. When, do you or, when does God ordain something? Before the foundations of the world, I ordained you. Special purpose, personally. A special purpose, prophetically. He is a prophet to the nations. And let me just give you one more. A special purpose, politically. Let me tell you, Christians, and me included. See, when I point one finger there, I got three pointing this way. We had better say no compromise on this issue. No compromise. I ran for United States Congress when I lived up here at Scroon Lake in 1976. I was endorsed. I was running the Republican Party primary as endorsed by the Conservative Party, which had a U.S. senator named James Buckley at that time. They said I was the most conservative candidate they ever met before they endorsed me. I was endorsed by the Right to Life Party. They said, you're for the right to life than we are. Because I have no justification for abortion. I don't care. Judy and I made a decision with her input. Should she become impregnated and there be a choice between losing the baby or losing her life, she'd leave that to God. We just happen to think Christ is above all. Did you hear that before? And what he wants. Is there something wrong with going to heaven to be in his presence? Nothing wrong with it. Oh. Hey, look, we better say no compromise. We better have conviction, not convenience. I believe in this. Convenience is, well, yeah, okay. Conviction is, I'm going to die for it. And we better be committed and consistent. You want to know something? Somebody that believes in abortion 
will reject the prophetic word of God. And you know what abortion is? Blasphemy. God said, let's create man in our image. So you abort the image of God. You know what the Antichrist is going to do? Revelation chapter 13, verses 1, 5, and 6 says the Antichrist will blaspheme God. Daniel chapter 7, and he shall blaspheme the Most High God. Revelation chapter 16, in the last judgments, the vile judgments, the sun gets so hot it scorches the people. They gnaw their teeth in pain, their tongue in pain. And then it says, and they repented not, but instead looked in the face of God and blasphemed God. They damned God. That's what abortion is. Setting the stage for the world to accept Antichrist. Jeremiah is full of unique prophecies. Jeremiah was a unique prophet. And Jeremiah had a unique purpose. Father, thank you for the word of God. The Word of God is so applicable when we start to look at it. For our day, it's right on target. Thank you for being so loving of us that you gave us your Word for the day in which we live. Oh, Daniel read Jeremiah. He knew when the captivity was over. We can read Jeremiah. And recognize the days in which Jesus Christ will come. Thank you for the privilege of studying your word with these precious people at this great camp. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. That's the title of a five-hour audio series on CD that is available for you. If you were blessed by the study of God's Word in these last few moments, the entire study will be a blessing to you as well, and it will help you understand the times in which we're living. Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy, this five-hour audio series on CD, is available for you to purchase to have your own individual study. Why don't you call our toll-free number? It's 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. Make your order that way. Or you can go to the website, prophecytoday.com, go to our shopping mall, and you'll be able to make your order of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled, Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. By the way, as you study through the book of Jeremiah and any of the prophetic books that we have opportunity to study together, you'll understand that we're living in the last days. I believe that the rapture of the church could take place at any moment. In fact, in the next moment. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...